theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Three, two, one. Aloha, planet Earth. This is Jonathan Button with his favorite person on in the war in the galaxy, y'all. Wow, Quinn, how are you? What ya? an honor! I feel the same about you, my love. Oh, nice. <laughs> I made the list. You definitely did the top of the list, my love. And I'm excited to talk with you today about a really amazing experience we just had. We had so many experiences in Miami. We've been a little bit you know, elusive Mm -hmm. as to what exactly we did there. We're still trying to make sense of a lot of it. Exactly. We're still processing it all. I mean, this was an unbelievable week though in Mm -hmm. Miami. And if you really are in tuned with, you know, the, the, the things that we've been talking about in terms of listening to the podcast, if you've been listening to the podcast and uh, uh, our engagement in the digital world, I think you could probably put two and two together as to why we were in Miami in June. Okay. Yes. So, but today we're going to talk about one experience that actually had nothing to do with the the actual thing we were there for. We happened to find it Mm -hmm. kind of spontaneously while we were there, which was really fun. Yes. So we're going to go back into the non fungible token realm and we had an episode not too long ago that I highly recommend you listen to if you if you haven't yet, which is focused on CryptoPunks, the non-fungible token that represents pretty much a, the representation of the individual who owns it. It's a 24 by 24 image. It could be a human. It could be an alien. It could be an ape. There, some attributes are really rare. Some are really, really popular. The least expensive one you get right now is 35000 the most expensive ever sold was $7.5 million. And we had the opportunity to interact with an individual who owns a CryptoPunk and fully embraces it on all of their social media platforms. And they wanted to bring the digital asset into the physical realm. And I don't know how the heck you found this opportunity, but it was a lot of fun and yeah, explain what happened, Quinn. Yeah, so this was actually, this is very unique and new. And as far as I could see, and I did do some research on it, this is probably the first time this has happened mm. so far. Interesting. Um, which is very interesting because I think part of it has to do with the pandemic. Okay. And the fact okay. that no one's been out and gathering or anything like that for a while. Yeah, and it's, it's a very rare, unique situation. And specific to CryptoPunks, I think it's definitely the first one time. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Maybe not all NFTs, but definitely for this. So um, there's this... This individual on Twitter <laughs> named gmoney.eth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, or gmoney.nft. Oh, gmoney.nft. Well, yes. His name on Twitter is gmoney.eth, but his handle is gmoneynft. Thank yes. you for clarifying. So anyways, gmoneynft tweets out. And I do fall, I mean, for me, I don't, I, I, I think I found this honestly in one of uh, one of our NFT communities where it was just learning about CryptoPunks. That's all it was. It was just, I was just learning about it and just trying to understand it. And, um, I followed this guy on Twitter and for whatever reason at the time, you know, timing in life is so random sometimes, but Mm -hmm. I looked at Twitter and that was like the first thing that this popped up. So I'll just read real quickly. One of the things that I saw, it says, please do. Um, if you're in this area today, get ready for hashtag proof of ape starting in about two hours. Details will be released shortly. Right. I was like, what is proof of ape? I don't understand. So first off, we should explain what the uh, crypto punk looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crypto punk has a, has a cool little uh, red-orange beanie on it, and yes. it looks like 
An ape. It is an ape. It is an ape. So, so as as you know, we talk about the different attributes associated with the CryptoPunks. There's ten thousand CryptoPunks in total. Twenty four of them are apes. So this is a very very rare type of CryptoPunk. And instantly, when you if you see it's an ape, you're like, oh man, that was an expensive CryptoPunk to acquire. And he this individual G Money embraces his his identity through this CryptoPunk in full. He tweets very often and he's very proactive in the non-fungible token realm. Yeah, very active in the community and actually a really, really interesting individual, like awesome. Seems I, really nice so far. Really kind and just, I don't know, he just gets it, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, so what when I started to, I, I obviously put the alert on when I said that because we were in the area. I was like, that's weird. What, what is, what's going to happen in the area? So we know also it's very much about being in the right time or right place at the right time online. But here we are in a physical location where this individual is and no one knows what this person looks like still, like st- still maintains anonymity. But if mm-hmm. you're physically there, you could actually meet him, which is cool. But anyway, so he decided to, to basically put together a scavenger hunt for over three days in this area in Miami. And here's what he says. He says that um, there will only be at most 100 NFTs distributed each day. Any that are not minted will be burned. So they won't exist. Right. So the, there, there will only be, a num- the number of NFTs will only be created um, w- related to how many people actually go and, and accomplish the task each day. Right. So each day represents a new NFT. So day one, one NFT, day two, a different one, and day three is a different one as well. Right. So the first 20 to f- 25 people will receive a little something extra for free, courtesy mm-hmm. of me. And then he says, Alpha Leak, those who collect all three will definitely be happy that they did. Yes. I still am very curious about how that all comes together, but this has been a really fun adventure it that was, we went on. It was so fun. So, and I'll just conclude with this. So it says the rules are simple because this is kind of, I think this gives, uh, you know, sheds light on his personality. Yeah. Collect all three G Money NFTs over the next three days at different locations in this area. Those who collect all three will experience a life full of fulfillment and joy amongst other surprises in the future. So this is, I think, where, um, and we might do another episode on NFTs and like how artists are kind of shifting you know, minting NFTs and what they're doing to incentivize certain people to get into certain, mm. you know, to, to actually buy in so that in the future <laughs> they have access to other things. Right. This is one of them, but this is the first time like a scavenger hunt. This was well, so exciting for us. It went physical. It was it physical. It went yeah. into the physical world and we were grateful to be in the area to have the opportunity to participate in this. Yeah. One point that I do want to make prior to us explaining our adventure is giving validation as to why you felt this is someone that we actually should listen to. And yes, we talked about CryptoPunks. And if you have one, it gives a sense of respect because you know that they're, they've one, been in the game for a while or two, they're taking this pretty seriously and or three, they have a lot of money and now they're taking it seriously and therefore have a lot of knowledge as well in the game. And I think it all comes together really well from G Money's most uh his number one pinned tweet the, mm. the one that he he posted and it's it's a few tweets but it gives substance and when when you read it i for me i definitely connected with okay this is our people the, yeah. the, the, this is our group 
that we believe is doing something much bigger than the majority of people understand. Yeah. And I'm just going to read it out loud. Yeah. And I did the math on this too. So he got an ape, which is one of 24. So it's very expensive. He bought it in uh, this year at the beginning of the year, around January 6th, maybe the 5th, for 140 ETH, uh, which comes out to, at the time, $169,000 for this image. Currently, if you were to do the math, it comes out to approximately like $375,000. So you you get pretty quickly, this guy is not, he's not a jokester. He's not a prankster. This is real money, real investment, real knowledge. Yeah. So he purchased it and he wanted to explain why he purchased it. Question is, why did I purchase a 24 by 24 pixel image yesterday for 140 ETH, a record in the US at the time, at the time? The world is without a doubt moving more digital over the next few years, decades. COVID has definitely accelerated this transition, but there is still some work to be done, specifically on the tech side of things. But that doesn't mean that the digital revolution hasn't already started. CryptoPunks are the first ever NFT. There were only 10,000 of them ever minted, each with their own sets of attributes. Because of the known quantities in existence and the differing rarities, CPs, CryptoPunks, will trade anywhere between 5 to some estimates as high as 1,000 ETH. But why? Why does this image have any value at all? Because of its flex utility? When I started down the NFT rabbit hole, I didn't care for CryptoPunks at all. I thought they were too expensive and I didn't want to be the greater fool. But after spending time in other community discords, everyone kept telling me I needed a crypto punk for the collection. And as I spent more time on uh, these discords, I began to notice people's crypto punks avatars more often. The range went from elite to some more common, but it's almost like being part of some exclusive club, being a crypto punk owner. Others instantly know the value of certain punks. When someone buys a Rolex in the real world, they don't spend the thousands of dollars because of the watch's utility value. A simple $5 watch could perform the same utility. It is to flex their status, to convey, hey, look, I'm well off. I can afford this expensive watch. How can someone do that digitally in the crypto world today? I can't post a picture of that watch and say, hey, look at my expensive watch, guys. First off, it's cheesy. And secondly, where's the fun if you can't verify that it's real and it's mine? But with that NFT, by posting it as my avatar on Twitter and Discord, I can quickly flex with the picture. Ownership and authenticity can be quickly verified online. It has the same effects as wearing that Rolex in real life, but digitally. And this is a phenomenon that will build on itself. Sure, people will spend money on their Lambos in real life, but there will be a desire and need to buy something expensive in the digital realm, something rare, something easily recognizable, something expensive. If you're looking for a high beta play on Bitcoin Ethereum, you want to be buying AAA caliber caliber NFT projects and as of right now, CryptoPunks is at the top of that list. Boom. Boom.
So a few things. One, just to correct, I don't think CryptoPunks were actually the very first NFT ever created. They were not. On Ethereum. But they were one of the first. They were one of the first. Maybe they were the first collection, right? Yes, maybe they were the first collection. They might have been That's the first, point. but the, the very first one was actually created by... Uh, a gentleman named Kevin McCoy. Yeah. So that's, and uh, I think it's called Quantum. So, but that's just neither here nor there. CryptoPunk still is definitely one of the first, you yeah, know? It, so, but I would say, you know, the thing, you know, I kind of get this like weird feeling every time someone says like, you know, Rolex, Lambos, money, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Because to me, what this world represents is access and the ability to kind of shift, um, you know, the power of wealth right. in a different way, right? And yeah. I think that to me, at least in this world, and I think he was alluding to this too, mm -hmm. is that, yeah, you know, right now in the world, if you have a Rolex, you could have a fake one or you could have a real one. But either way, people are showing off, right? They're definitely, why are they wearing it? Like utility isn't, isn't that, I mean, you could, I'm sure it's watch experts are going to say like, yeah, the, the utility is the best, but come on, really, why are you actually buying the Rolex? It's not right. because of its utility. So, but what I think, money in this realm is kind of making people, you know, like play with, at least for me is, mm -hmm. is, well, what does money actually represent? What does mm. the accumulation of wealth actually represent? Well, I think that in this realm, if you're here, I think part of it is really understanding it. It's about information, knowledge, acquirement, right? And we've talked right. about how wealth equals knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. Or wisdom, right? And so if information or data is the new oil, right. then the more information that you have about this certain area, this certain space on the digital frontier, you know, that we have to have some way to understand where people are at, what their intentions or what their motives are. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that these punks obviously are signaling certain things in this community where look, if you bought ETH at like when it was like $5 an ETH, you know, mm -hmm. 140 ETH is not really all that much to you. Well, I mean, I guess it could be, but the, the goal is never to convert your Ethereum into fiat. Like, why would you do that? The whole point well, is to really to be aware of. Well, it's it's sure. definitely something to compare, right? It's like a comparison um, thing. But I think that if you're really fully wanting to be in the digital space, the goal is to continue with the digital currencies, yeah, if right? If you want to stay in the digital realm, then you're not going to go back right. to fiat. Exactly. You want to keep moving forward and to take it from ETH, the currency, to non-fungible tokens specific to CryptoPunk, that's almost like the next big step. Exactly. St going forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I think what he was saying is that it's an exclusive club. And it, it, what does that exclusive club mean? It doesn't necessarily mean that everyone in that club is super freaking wealthy. Mm -mm. I mean, maybe they are at this point now, right? Now that Ethereum is up over two grand. Mm -hmm. But that's not the point. The point is that they were, that they were here early they they, right. they actually invested and they believe in this digital currency this digital movement right and i think that the ability to acquire a crypto punk really kind of represents that as well right so i think there's a few things one uh this tweet is kind of like a, a part a part of the history of it this was january 6th yeah that's a while ago yeah i'm sure if that punk was up for sale it would actually be i'm confident it would get up into the millions yeah. i would not be surprised one bit and so it's demonstrating his belief in why that is an undervalued asset on, on January 6th, which right. is, in all honesty, he's completely right. He said some crypto punks, he under, way undervalued it, but he even got it wrong. He said, I expect some crypto punks will go for five Ether. And right now, there are no crypto punks for a minimum of five Ether. It's way more expensive than that to get into the game. And he's looking at them 
at being potentially a thousand ether. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. It's, it's, it's actually, it makes so much sense. It makes a lot of sense. So what do we connect with it? Well, first off, what don't we connect with it? We don't connect with the flex idea, yeah. the Rolex idea. But what we do really, really feel um, that connection with this individual is basically on everyone's entering this digital realm. And we're looking for other ways to convey uh, re- respect and, and ownership and authenticity and transparency and validation through this technology is so key. And when he said that, it's something easily recognizable, something rare, authenticated. I was like, that's where yeah. my head's at. It, yep. That's when I'm looking at digital, that I'm looking at this technology as being able to do some, so much more than it currently is being shown to the world. Yeah. And this is just one of those little little steps forward yeah. that I'm excited that we've kind of been tracking. And so at that point, you feel like he's got something really special. Yeah. He makes a tweet and we're like, we should go do yeah, this. Yeah, well, and especially one of the things really quickly that will definitely trans, tra- transition us into, you know, the experience that we had hmm. was his question of like, what's the utility of it, right? He right. said that it's definitely a club, but it's also like trusting like he's questioning what is the utility of this? And he's right now yeah. saying it's a social, you know, kind of a, a way of verifying who you are, the t- amount of time you've spent. How serious are you? Because yeah. right now a lot of people are trying to figure out like the motives. Why are you actually here? Are you really trying to contribute? And if you're here to actually engage and to contribute to um, making this digital frontier, the evolution of it better mm-hmm. then welcome in. Right. Yes. And he's kind of taking his role of you know he's invested obviously Mm -hmm. into this and now he's trying to push the envelope in his own way of saying let's do something different now let's do let's take this now i have this role because i i chose to be here to buy this ape right this uh, crypto punk ape Mm -hmm. now let's see what we can do with it so he's this is where okay now the the this is where we're going to start talking about the actual experience ourselves right so i saw this i was like john we gotta we gotta do this (laughs) i know this sounds weird but this is gonna be fun too like what a fun thing to do this is like a scavenger hunt around this area we don't know we're not very familiar with it we get to actually walk around and just see it and i'm like i don't think a lot of people actually even are here yeah or or aware of this going on that too yeah super exciting that was really cool right at the beginning like day one it was it was like yeah i think it was even before day one oh wow yeah so this was, so he goes, all right, so he kind of makes another announcement, just basically, this is the physical gamification of an NFT. That's basically the description of this, right? Okay. This is basically, we're gamifying an, the NFT experience. This is going to be fun, okay? Right. So he announces the very first location, and I'm like, okay, babe, we got to go. This is the first, and he says the first, so here's the location. What was it? Uh, yeah, so the, lo- the first location was a Greek restaurant. Yes. And um, he said the first 30 people will also get a complimentary order of Greek fries for participating. Yes. Find the ape, tweet at me, collect your hashtag proof of ape. So we're like, what is, what are we even looking for? Are we looking for a photo? <laughs> are we looking for a printed out photo? Like what, what is this going to be? Right? right. But we get there and it's a girl who is wearing a t-shirt mm-hmm. with his NFT printed on it. Yes. The, pr- the, G Money NFT, which is the monkey with the beanie, the orange beanie on it, was very large on a white T-shirt. Yeah. And we were like, I guess we found it. So we went up to the girl and we were like, I think this is where we're supposed to be. And she's like, yeah, we just needed to, uh, to do a tweet 
take a picture with me, and then you can receive one of these. Essentially, they're like little token back uh, badges. Yeah, and they're made of some form of card cardboard paper, and it has a QR code on it. And we received it after we did the tweet. We each got one, and you scan it on your phone, and it takes you to a special link that allows you to to verify that you are actually there. Yeah, and you can do it immediately onto the like publish it to the to the Ethereum blockchain, or you could add it to your email and then do it at a later point in time when you're you know ready to do so. Yeah, it was really interesting. This site is like it's called POAP. It's like uh, proof of physical attendance, basically. Proof right? of attendance protocol. Yeah, it's super interesting. So and and it was on this physical, and so you could type in your your Ether wallet or whatever, or you could actually just put your email in and do it at a later time. But it was super interesting to interact with. And so we got there and we actually did get our Greek fries, which were very, really good with lamb on it. It was so delicious. So thank you, G money. Delicious. (laughs) Needed that food. Um, what was really fun too, is that you actually got to see, he was retweeting at least on the first day who was all there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, one big collector in the NFT space, uh, illustrator had just been there right before we got there. So yeah. that was really interesting and cool. So it then led, you know, me or others to really kind of interact with each other. We were all starting to follow each other because it was a very small group. Like yeah. I, I think that there were only 20 maybe that it were depends minted on that which day. day. It depends on which day. Some days were less than 20 and some days were, I think it probably did max out right around 20. I think that day one maxed out at 20. I okay. think that there was about 20 and that was the highest Yeah, because Again, this was before day one of the conference, mm. essentially, right? Yeah. So I think people got busy. There was a lot going on. But day one, or the, the before day one, it was like, okay, let's do this. We got time. Yeah. And so then time slipped away the other two days. But we were determined to make mm-hmm. sure we got all three. So, and so they only opened it up the, uh, the time period where you could go and meet the, the lady with the shirt and grab the certificate to scan the QR code. They only kept it open for a few hours each day. And so you had to kind of get over there. And once... Everyone, once the time period ended, he actually posted on his Twitter an image of all the remaining little certificational uh, tokens. He lights them on fire. So they are burned. There are no more of them. Whoever got them, got them. And if you didn't, too late. Exactly. He made the image. So it's basically giving you a certification that you were there. I think the the term that they use on uh, the the POAP website is it's like a bookmark of life yeah. like demonstrating that you actually were there in attendance and the cert, the little certification that you're putting onto the blockchain is an image of G money's crypto punk yeah. with the ape with the orange beanie, but he's doing different things in Miami. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, one day it was him driving a convertible car or his cartoon image driving a convertible car. Another day, He's in Miami down South Beach. And so all these different images you start collecting and you're putting them onto your wallet. So that was day one. That was day one. And um, yeah, it, it was really actually just to clarify, I'm looking at the Twitter right now, his Twitter, and it was actually 30 people that first day. 30 people? 30 people, Dang, yeah. I'm really impressed. Yeah, I am too. But I think that it is really cool that he did a video of, of burning every single day, all mm-hmm. the rest, all the remaining. It's important. It was important. I think he, he gets it, right? So then... Day two, the next day, starts. Okay, come to Panther Coffee between 11 to 3 <laughs> and get the Scarface NFT. So that's day right. two's you know, NFT. Um, and so 
you know, basically he said, find the ape, tweet at me, collect the NFT. First 15 will also get a $5 gift card. So um, that was day two. We did it again. And we this were, was a different girl with the same shirt on. Mm-hmm. So it was, it changed. And then... Um, we were number 16 and 17. So we, we missed were. the coffee. We missed the coffee. But that's okay. You know, we were, we were just really excited to be there. And I think... What's interesting about this is this was our this wasn't our first time engaging with POAP, but this was the first time where we it really clicked with us. Where wow, this application, which is um, a, a DAP on Ethereum, basically well is um, which is a decentralized app on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, what it does is it allows these timestamps that you were there to that whoever is creating that um, like G Money is creating this allows them to understand who you are, verify that you are actually there, authenticated and everything, but then also reward you at a later date. So we have these NFTs, right? Okay, great. Now what? And so that we haven't heard, well, we'll, we'll talk about that after day three. So day two was there, a different girl. She was so sweet, did the same thing, had to tweet it out, and he was interacting with everyone at that point too. Um, and then day three, that was, that was really, I think that was probably one of the more difficult days for us to go, but we really wanted to make it happen. It was like, you know what? We already got two. We got to just, we got to finish it. It was very close to where we were based out of. So Luckily, it yes. was like lunch break run. And I, I was like literally running to make it happen. Did the whole request, you know, the tweet and all that took the photo and then got the QR, saved it for later to put it on the, the block, the Ethereum blockchain. You went at a later point in time, you did the exact same thing. And what we found out, uh, at a later point, tweet was a lot of people actually got the opportunity to meet him he ended up showing up a little bit after we received our certification and so missed out on that but there were a few tweets that demonstrated that if you were a part of this community you benefited and one of the very first ones was there was a special private event that was going on in miami with a very very famous grammy award-winning dj group and someone was tweeting, uh, I really wish I could go to this event. Anyone have any access to it? And because he could validate that this was the same person who collected all three of the badges, he said, I got you. And it, this is the one of the very first rewards. Like, you'll see, this is just the tip of the iceberg of opportunities that will come by collecting these three badges. Yeah. So that guy got into this I mean, it was a very private, exclusive party. It, was it almost very, looked like a house party. It, and it was very secret. It was like top secret. No one knew it was happening until like it was happening yeah, almost. The DJ's name is Disclosure. Oh, and Disclosure. He's very, 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 they're very talented artists. Very big fans. And they have their own NFTs too. So very, very interesting. So I would say, you know, that was eye-opening for us. I mean, not only, least, yeah. not only was it super fun, we also were able to immediately meet other people who were obviously in tuned, right? So we talk about finding our people. Like, mm-hmm. wow, okay. how There were only 30 people the first day. I don't know how many. There were very few on the second, but there were 23 on the third day. Yeah, and think about how few actually got all three of them. Yeah. That's a very tight group. Yeah, in a week where there were, they estimated over 50,000 people were there, yeah. right? Yeah. For this, they, they all came for this, this week. So um, pretty exclusive in of itself. But, Definitely. you know, there was another person who was, you know, with us basically collecting at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know... Um, Today, during my last hours in Miami, I met a G-Money NFT in person, true early adopters and disruptors creating URL to IRL moments that will live forever on the blockchain. So it was URL, basically digital, 
into IRL, which is in real life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really does kind of sum up the scavenger hunt, right? right? I mean, it was a scavenger hunt. It was, it was a pretty simple one, but it was pretty cool too that he bought, you know, he rewarded you if you were the, the earliest, if you were within the first 15, yeah. right? Every day Everyone you got, got something. Everyone got rewarded at some, in some way or another. And so, yeah, the now we just don't really know what's next, but we are super grateful that we were able to participate in it and we were there. And I feel like this is one of those things where for us it was eye-opening because yeah, we know that success, a lot of it is, most of it is actually just mm -hmm. showing up and being well, there at the right time. I 100% believe that there is going to be some almost explicit reward out of doing this. Of course, there's the reward of, you know, we got Greek French fries, we got a coffee on the third day, and we got to meet, well, in all honesty, the only person that we really got to meet because the time was spread out and there weren't a ton of people there were the ladies who were wearing the t-shirts. They were so nice. But we are now a part of that group, that community, and we can validate it based on our badges. And if there is another opportunity in the future, or if we ever get to meet G-Money NFT, then we get the opportunity to share with him that we did the scavenger hunt. We really enjoyed it. And who knows what could come out of it. It's like you're in the club yeah in it a weird is. way and and for us it wasn't really even about that at, uh, and to be honest it still isn't it's it was just like we were we were like let's do this this is an experience this yeah. is going to be fun and like and it was and it really was and i would say that one of the reasons that we love being in this space right now mm -hmm. beyond just the fact that it is leaning into the future it's very exciting there's a lot of potential there it has a lot to do with fun experiences and finding our people in yeah. different ways, like finding community of people who are just as curious and willing to take risks. Cause we don't, none, we don't know what's going to work or not in 10 no, years. No. We're experimenting together. And I and feel like learning, that's, yeah. Or in doing, we learn. Exactly. We learn and we experience together. And I feel like there's no better way to actually push all of this forward in a positive direction. So yes. well said. thank you, my love. So I <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed this. If you guys want to learn more of it, hit us up anywhere you guys can find us. Um, we look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.